1: Children's box.
0: Why, what, and how? Fuse Eight and Kate will break it down for
1: you now. How you feel? I'm good. I'm feeling good too. Yeah, I'm healthy. Me too. Yeah. So, so far. So far. <laughs> we all have to say that now. Knock on wood. So far. Yep, exactly. Knock on wood. Uh, but you know what? We're not feeling good about what? We are. We are not feeling good about Kidlicon. No, it's a frickin' bummer, man. Yeah, it's a huge freaking bummer it's all because of COVID nineteen. COVID nineteen. Uh, uh, at this moment I'm bummed because of Kid as a cat cancelled. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all cancelled. But everything's getting
0: canceled. This was gonna be like our first live in front of people. I was gonna go all punk, you were gonna go all librarian, I it was know. gonna be amazing. We were
1: going to be amazing. We would have been so amazing and now no. We one, had this giant no dance one.
0: routine figured out. Our
1: dad was going to be there. There were swans. I mean There were so many <laughs> swans. And now nothing, <sighs> nothing. But you know what? They'll reschedule it. It'll happen again. I'm not putting out another deposit on the swans. It's not happening. So uh, it's fine. I'll just feed them to the cats. It's okay. <laughs> okay. It's fine. Uh, meanwhile, who you be? You? I'm Kate. And uh, who 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 be, be me? Elizabeth. Yes. And what do we what do we do here?
0: We talk kids' books and coronavirus.
1: <laughs> Correct. And yet. Have I seen a picture book about the coronavirus? I have not. Give it time. Have I seen an adult book about it? I have. Really? Yeah. They've already put out a all the information you should possibly know about the coronavirus book.
0: I feel like it's constantly changing, though.
1: Exactly. This is why I did not buy that book for my <laughs> library. I was like, that seems like a silly purchase. Yeah. Yeah. Like a panicky material specialist purchase. Yep. Yeah. But uh, yes, you're right. We, we look at picture books. We determine if they are classics or if they're crap. And, uh, an orb somewhere where they fall in between. Yeah, two. Um, today's book is, uh, has nothing to do with disease of any sort. I thought- Good. I thought we should have one that just takes our mind off of the plague. Good. And, uh, and- Like it so far? uh, And on to bears. What? Off the plague onto bears. That's the method, and here it comes. A boo da We're going on a bear hunt. By Michael Rosen. Illustrated by Helen Oxenbury. I don't think we've done a Helen Oxenbury book yet. Uh have we done a Michael Rosen book? I don't think we have. So this I don't is think a so. this is a this is a first timer for you on, on both counts. Are you familiar with the old chant we're going on a bear hunt? We're gonna catch a big one. What a beautiful day. Nope. We're not scared. Oh, really? This is not ringing any bells? There's no portion of your gray matter that's just lit up suddenly with a little like, bing. Uh Uh-uh. I remember that. Bing. Nope. When I was two. Bing. (laughs) Another (laughs) like that. Was this read to me when I was two? I don't know, but this chant is ubiquitous, I would say. At least here in the States. Not so sure if it's a worldwide Ubiquity (laughs) Not to me Not to you Alright, well why don't you take this And make it ubiquitous in your noggin Okay While Kate does her read Let's get a little background information on this book So it came out in 1989 And, uh, you know, it was published in Britain Oxenbury's British, Rosen's British But in spite of the fact that they're both British The chant itself has origins as an American folk song As they say And it wasn't a bear hunt it was a lion hunt. Now, according to legend, the book's editor saw a performance of the song slash chant. Unclear if they saw Michael Rosen doing it. But whatever the case, they urged Michael Rosen to write it down and make it into a book. But the chant is not very long. I think it's like three different things. It's like the swishy swashy grass. Mm, the sticky mud. Maybe the lake. That's how I would do it when I was a when I was a children's librarian. In any case, he asked Rosen to lengthen it, and he did, to make it picture book length. And then Rosen, in a Telegraph article from 2014, had this to say about it. The best picture books are the ones doing two slightly different things, where there is a relay between the words a child hears and the pictures that the child reads for him or herself. It gives the child control. Swish, swash, swish, swash, swish, swish, swash. Swish, swish. I have never walked
0: through grass and I'd make that noise. What
1: are you talking about? What kind of grass are you walking through? What is what what sound does your grass make?
0: That's what it sounds really? like. Really? <laughs> your grass is dull.
1: Born <laughs> old grass. That's your specialty. Okay, uh. so let's start from the beginning Oh, okay. There's
0: yes. um yeah. Let's get into this. There's a lot. Yes, a
1: lot to unpack here.
0: Um start, starting with a very irresponsible father, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's this family, it's a dad and his four kids and the dog. Yes. And they decide to go on a bear
1: hunt. Right. What um what weapons have they brought for the bear hunt? Uh, weapons. Yeah, cuz you're hunting a bear, you're not going to just what strangle him with your bare hands. So I guess what sticks. do they bring? There's sticks. St- they brought sticks. Sticks and a dog. They're going to battle a bear with sticks and a duck. They're just
0: hunting and then going to catch it. They're not going to, like, fight it to the death.
1: We're going on a bear hunt. I mean, usually a hunt. We're going to catch a big one. Oh, yeah, but you'd have to catch it to kill it, right? I mean. I just assumed there would be death. I mean, maybe that's (laughs) just me. But when you go hunting, and we're from Michigan, hunt equals death. I must admit, this dog's
0: gonna get ticks after going through this tall grass. Yeah, house. well, that's
1: almost. I think it already has ticks, quite frankly. Yeah. And chiggers—they so all got chiggers. The, yeah.
0: There's one kid that keeps changing noses, and it's it. For Which us, kid keeps changing noses? I'm gonna say it's the second to oldest girl. Girl. All right. Yeah. Um, she's got like brown braided hair, mm-hmm. and sometimes she'll have like a little, uh, half circle nose. Yeah. And then sometimes she'll have a. Full blown schnoz on her face.
1: (laughs) Maybe it's the angle at which you look at her. You know, sometimes you look at someone like, oh, that's not so, and then they turn your head and you're like, whoa.
0: So they go through, so it repeats itself. Mm, Quite. Um, We're going on a bear hunt, we're going to catch a big one, it's a beautiful day, we're not scared. And then they come across something. So first they grass. come across grass. Mm-hmm. Tall, grass is tall. Or, that well, is not hard. They to... say long, not tall. Apparently oh. it's very long grass. <laughs> Wouldn't that be horizontal, not vertical?
1: Um, You know, it's long no matter what, right? <laughs> it's We're, we're not going to grab on semantics on that. Okay, right?
0: apparently it goes it swishy swashy when you walk through it. Well, yeah, if it's good grass. Okay. Yeah. And then it goes back to black and white, because it mm-hmm. goes back and forth from black and white to color. Yes, it does.
1: So you'll have a, yeah, a two-page black and white, two-page color.
0: And so now, again, going on a bear hunt, going to catch a big one, beautiful day, not scared. Mm-hmm. Now I come across a river.
1: And wow. at this point,
0: I'm like, okay, maybe you should just turn around. Because who River's knows? River's like a
1: thing. Like, it's not a stream. Rivers are cold. It's not a brook. They have leeches. <laughs> they're in England. There are no leeches in the... How do in you the... know they're First in the England? First of all, you don't get leeches in a river because a river is moving. You get leeches in a, in a, in a standing... Oh, yeah like like a, like a pond
0: well there's yeah. probably slugs <laughs> in the water <laughs> and and they're slippery and they're going to Yes they slip, are slippery
1: i will they'll definitely slip hit their head on a jagged rock. Or do they just walk in with their shoes and pants on and all Apparently that? Apparently
0: they take off their socks, their tights, whatever, their shoes. So they're prepared. And they walk through. These are intrepid people. This river that goes splish splash. It goes really high. This oh. poor dog is not having it though. The poor yeah. dog is it's like, do I don't know how to swim and I'm
1: gonna drown. <laughs> this is not
0: how I imagined my life ending.
1: <laughs> and I didn't even get to kill a bear.
0: So then they start putting their shoes back on. Mm-hmm.
1: With no towels or anything, but you know, right? But Fun then, got
0: hurt. But then they start going through mud. So what? They put the shoes on, and now they're gonna take the shoes off to go through
1: mud. That's unclear. Pointless, yeah, right? Yeah, a little pointless. Yeah, the, maybe they didn't know they were coming up on mud.
0: The, the older girl even takes off her black tights, which I'm like. Good for you, girl. Yeah, good call there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and we know she's wearing black tights because in the first color photo you can see them, and then uh, here she is going uh, through the mud. Mm-hmm. And Dad's pants are dirty. Like the kids' legs are all dirty from the mud, right? Yeah. Here's the thing, though, with Dad's pants. So you can definitely see them getting muddy, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. he hasn't really rolled them up. They're dirty all the way up to his knees. Yeah. But then they miraculously get clean. Like, well, did he go through another river? No, we're oh. we're onto a dark forest. Hmm. So I, I think his Maybe pants. Maybe he brought a second pair of pants. I think he brought the Clorox bleach pen. Clorox ah. for when you get dirty trying to find a bear. <laughs> that should be their their
1: slogan. <laughs> I'm right not sure there. if a bleach pen would be the best thing to use in this particular case. Well, but all right, it barely it, works It barely works so though. And might they're have going through this success? forest,
0: and the, the 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 it says stumble trip, stumble trip, stumble trip. That is accurate. I feel like that's not a good sign if.
1: <laughs> if it's stumble trip I'm more like, worried if there's someone still on the shoulders of uh, the dad No,
0: no, the the, they're all... the youngest uh, kid is dragging the baby along barefoot Well, that's pretty accurate
1: Baby stumble and trip, yeah, sure Maybe but, it's just the but baby But it's the oldest daughter oh, no, that's she's tripping gone. Yeah, She's, she's got her
0: tights back on, though
1: And they're she's about to get ripped is what's going to happen to those
0: And now we're going on a bear hunt We're going to catch a big one on a beautiful day,
1: not scared And
0: they come across... I love your summary.
1: And then... (laughs) The worst story time ever. And then all of a sudden, a snowstorm comes? So this is... This could be March. It could be April. could be April, and you think everything's fine, and then suddenly there's like a snowstorm in the middle of April. Sure. Look at Uh the
0: dog. The dog is like, yeah, no. Hey, Uh, We're not doing this. So Uh -uh. I don't get how it's warm enough to not need jackets, And then all of a sudden, there's (laughs) a full-on
1: blizzard. That's a blizzard already. Where do they live? The Midwest? Like, this is... Yeah, seriously, right?
0: (laughs) So finally, after this random blizzard, Mm -hmm. uh, they come across a narrow, gloomy cave. Yeah. I love the dog because the poor dog should have left when he had a chance. Like, like a border now, collie, right? he knows he's gonna have to fight a bear. Yeah, like, he knows he's the
1: one that's going to die. Now, I don't know much <laughs> about dog breeds, but that's not a bear fighting dog. No, and no. even the
0: baby is the smartest one out of all these humans. <laughs> being like, we need to go. Yeah, this is our time. This, that was Let's fun. Get out. How like, oh,
1: we're gonna catch a bear, and you guys were so cute about it, but now it's like it's become real. Yeah. And the little sister
0: just seems annoyed by the baby having the common sense of the family. Right,
1: yeah. She's like, come on, baby.
0: (laughs) So as the oldest daughter drags the baby
1: (laughs) with its feet... (laughs) To its certain death.
0: ...firmly planted in the ground, they come across two big goggly eyes. Googly! No,
1: googly is two O's. No. This is goggly eyes. Those are goggly eyes, all right. (laughs) Been mispronouncing that one for years. (laughs) Now you'll never be able to unsee it. Well, no longer children. Two big, goggly eyes.
0: The dog full on has all the
1: hair standing up on the back because it knows. That's not right. Yeah. And
0: why would a dad take his kids, his dog, and his baby (laughs) to a bear cave? This is the most irresponsible parenting I
1: think I've seen yet. Like, So can I tell you something real quick before we proceed further? The illustrator has said that she modeled him not on as a dad, but on an oldest brother. Oh. Which changes it all, and I don't believe. Because he does not look like an older brother. He looks like a dad. Right. And so I do not believe her about this, but if it it does, if if it's a stupid college age Older brother Who's dragging them That I believe Because that's a Stupid thing you might do Like Hey let's go see a bear
0: Yeah And then you do But he's wearing a turtleneck Which seems like A very responsible But it was
1: 1989
0: (laughs) They were everywhere So then they have to Backtrack Mm. So this bear Is chasing them Through the cave Through Mm. the snowstorm Through the forest In which What I thought was the father, he's looking at the kids like, sorry kids, you're on your own. He's like, (laughs) he's not holding the baby, he's not holding any kids, he's just
1: booking Booking it. it.
0: And then they go back through the mud where the poor girl has to take off her tights, long socks, something. Yeah. As she's going through the mud. I mean, I'm impressed that the bear is still chasing them at this point. Wait, is
1: this... Like, has he just gotten out of hibernation? Is he, like, starving? Yeah, maybe. Okay, So that would make sense. Or, I
0: have a different theory,
1: but I'll Ooh. get to it at the end.
0: Alright, um, I'll hold up. So, And again, like, the dad with his clean pants, even though he goes through <laughs> mud, but maybe the river cleans them, I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, right, so they go through the river, they go through the grass, um, being so responsible that he... Books through the house Leaving his (laughs) kids and dog behind And then he's like What you guys didn't shut the door? And they're like No we forgot to shut the door And then they have to run to the door Where the bear is trying to get in But again
1: closer and closer
0: And even though they have glass windows (laughs) (laughs) This little tiny lock is going to keep that bear away Apparently
1: But again see
0: dad's pants Or older brother's pants Yeah, Totally clean
1: True. Weird right? Suspiciously clean Like he changed in the interim.
0: So then they run upstairs, they all crawl into the same bed, under the covers. I love that duvet. Which is... So poofy. It's it's pink. So poofy. Do you think... Because this is a big bed. It's a huge bed. Is this... The... Whose bed is this? Maybe it's the communal bed. (laughs) (laughs) Because they're all in the bed. They all
1: fit perfectly well a bear could fit in that bed and it'd be okay
0: and it ends with we're not going on a bear hunt again but i do like how the baby is playing with a teddy bear while Uh. the actual bear is like steps away from mauling the family so
1: So it's cute it's cute i like that
0: but then the very last page there's no text it's just the bear walking along the ocean and i think maybe the bear was lonely now he's just walking by himself. This
1: image is to me the most fascinating.
0: I think he maybe he's singing some Barry
1: Manilow. No, how about some Barry White? No. Yeah. <laughs> this look on my face—it's—it's—it's it's, it's slow dawning horror. You don't see it that often because there's usually nothing you say that rates it. I think you're just jealous. Four words. I have no. Sister Right. Okay. Moving on. Hashtag jealous. Hashtag what? <laughs> so anyway, that's the end. Very nice. Uh, yeah, that last image is just bizarre to me. Uh, it's this weird, soulful, moonlit.
0: No. And now you've ruined it. Now you've ruined
1: it. Wow, <laughs> just like that. It's no good anymore. So this did not make the top 100 picture books list. Uh, uh poll on my on my blog for the picture books. But when I've conducted, and this rarely comes up, my top 100 board books list, this came in at number 12. It's a board book? It was turned into, oh my gosh, it was turned into a board book, a puffy large board book, a pop-up book, a puzzle. There was one where you could like pull tabs and it would change the scenes. They have milked every last drop of creativity out of this book over the years and they have no sign of stopping in any way, shape, or form. Huh. Um, it didn't win much in the way of awards. It did it did in 1989 get an honor book as a Boston Globe uh, Hornbook Award, so that's not too bad. It is a family phrase generator. I won't tell you what I mean by that. If I were to go outside and look around and the sun was shining and it was a blue sky and the temperature was perfect, and I said, What a beautiful day. What is the natural response to that sentence? Uh, wait five minutes because the weather's going to (laughs) change? Actually, not far off. We're not scared. I literally can no longer say, what a beautiful day, without saying, we're not scared. What else to say? It's never been out of print since its publication. It appeared on Britain's top 5,000 selling books throughout history. It's sold 8 million copies worldwide. It's been translated into 18 languages. Wow. Uh, when In 2014 for its 25th anniversary They broke the Guinness World Record For largest reading session Where the author read it uh, At an event with 1,500 children With an additional 30,000 online Wow Yeah, that's a whole lot of people uh, You can easily see him I'll put the YouTube video up of him doing it It's out there It's fine Oh, and, and here's the best fact of all a parody book was made of it because you know parody books make get made of picture books all the time, particularly when they're when they're very popular. In 2013, what do you think the parody book for adults was called? I have no idea. If you said we're going on a bar hunt, <laughs> you were correct. <laughs> we're not scared. Ratings time.
0: Okay, so I like the drama, mm. right? Especially at the end, you know, yes. with the bear potentially going to kill the entire family. Indeed. I like the repetition. Mm. Um, I hate the fact that it's the father and his magic <laughs> cleaning pants.
1: Um,
0: I think the watercolor was an odd choice. Hmm. I think it was a bit muddy at times. Interesting. Um, especially quite beautiful myself, but all right. When we, when they're in the cave, the faces just kind of all go awkward. It's it's. I'm I'm not. I wasn't a fan of that, but right. I do like how it goes back and forth between black and white and color up until the bear. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, so I'm gonna give it a six. It would be higher if the dad wasn't so irresponsible.
1: Uh, all right. Right, that's fine. I like his irresponsibility because it's you wouldn't have a book otherwise. Because what father would conduct a bear hunt? I like, uh, it, it, and this is something that you really can't see until you perform this. This is a go-to performance. Large groups of small, wheely children. Uh, this book is a is a killer. It, it kills every time. It's fantastic. Reads aloud super well. Little long. Tight a bit long, but they wanted to make it full picture book length. I get that. Love the bear, and I love that final image. This is going to be the highest rating I've had in a long time. I'm giving it an eight. Okay. Yeah, I'm a very big fan of it. Love the watercolors. I like that it goes from black and white to color. Kind of reminds me of Farmer Duck that way, but we haven't done Farmer Duck yet, so forget I said that.
0: So with my six and your eight, it's, it's
1: def- a classic. It's a classic. A classic y classic. <laughs> Time. Ooh. Ooh, now this this first one has many place names that I am going to butcher in my horrible American way Not because I mean to, it's just I'm stupid people, so forgive me uh, We don't
0: say the
1: S word, Betsy The S, oh we don't do, I think the royal we don't <laughs> This we over here do Alright, this is from Carolyn And she says, hi, re- greetings from the land of the coronavirus uh, China Very good Oh <laughs> Yes She's running for China I am an avid listener And look forward to your podcast each week Now that I have your attention uh, And then she suggests uh, Some celebrity books Which I will not read to you Because I it includes the one That I have selected That we will be doing Oh cool In the, in the near future and Then she goes on to say I am the primary school librarian At the American International School Of Guangzhou, China I'm currently here at Guangzhou with my dogs, delivering online read-alouds since our school has been closed since the beginning of February. Our teachers are also delivering instruction virtually. It's definitely been interesting, but this is my seventh or eighth school closure. I was in Cairo, Egypt during the Arab Spring, as well as H1N1 and the ouster of President Morsi. And I was in Abuja, Nigeria during Ebola. So I seem to bring school closures with me as I change jobs. Have a great day. (laughs) I am so freaking interviewing her for my blog to find out how do you deal when you have coronavirus slash H1N1 slash the president has been ousted slash Arab Spring slash Ebola. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know many people who... Uh, Have been through all that.
0: Yeah. Well, wash your hands. Yep.
1: Wash your hands. Stay healthy. Please keep listening. And don't die. (laughs) Yes. Uh, We had another one from Tony. Uh, And he... Now, he suggested some celebrity books. I will read his um, because his are less celebrities and more authors who write for children. I think it's very interesting in his selections. So, he writes... It's hardly classic in the sense that anyone's heard of it, but The Crows of Pear Blossom by Aldous Huxley is a pretty interesting read. The original was illustrated by Barbara Cooney, remake in 2011 by Sophie Blackhall How cool is that? And then there's The World is Round by Gertrude Stein, with illustrations by Clement Hurd. That's pretty cool. Okay. I like that. Grown-up things we like. Okay, so
0: have you ever heard of black violin? No. Okay, so it's these two African-American guys who mix classical and hip-hop by playing violins or one of them sometimes plays the viola. Um, They met in orchestra class. That's adorable. Learning classical, but they grew up on hip-hop in the 90s in Miami, so they combined the two. And they've played for the Obamas. They've played uh, the Governor's Ball. Mm -hmm. They're currently on tour. um, So if you go to blackviolin.net, Check them out. They are ridiculously good. And they're playing in Kalamazoo, Michigan, but they're not playing in Chicago. So I'm like, what the heck, guys? What well, yeah that? No, yeah, no, But they're on tour right now. You've got to check them out. They are so crazy good. And, yeah, it's really interesting to hear the combination of, like, classical and hip-hop on violin. Very good. Black huh. violin. Go check them
1: out. All right. If there's a YouTube video, I'll put it in the show notes. Cool. Very cool. Um... So because I've been listening to this podcast uh, where they recommend classic books, uh, I, have, I have started to actually start reading classic adult novels that I missed. So I read uh, We Have Always Lived in the Castle uh, by Shirley Jackson. That was very good. It was a good short one. And now I'm going to read Wide Sargasso Sea by uh, Jean Rees, which was published back in 1966. Have you ever heard of it? Nope. It's basically, um, you ever read Jane Eyre? Oh, like years yeah. ago. Yeah. So remember the crazy woman in the attic? Yeah. It's her life in the Caribbean before she had to marry Mr. Rochester, and how his he kind of like it was an abusive relationship, and and sort of it it's it's a kind of a feminist retelling of Jane Eyre, which is kind of weird to say, but consider a classic. Anyway, see if it's any good or not. Okay. All right. And that's it. Oh, I know. Well, well, that's all right. Yeah. So wait, next week we're going to do the celebrity book. Yes. Yeah? I will do the celebrity book. Which means I should put it on hold right now, so I definitely have it. Yeah. But yes, there was one book that was mentioned way more than any other. I was a little surprised. I thought, I knew the author who was going to be, but I had no idea what the book would be. So, yep. Expect that next week. Cool! Next week on Fuse 8 and Kate. I've been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fuse 8 and Kate is a Fuse No. 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate. That's Fuse Number 8 Kate. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by and Kime and our what a beautiful day is Drew Atienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird.